Hello and welcome to the Canaman podcast. This is episode one uh, with Joseph Waddle and Chris Tasker. In this episode, we're going to be discussing and answering some frequently asked questions as well as bringing you our opinions on the CBD industry and our advice on safely navigating CBD products in the industry. What is the Canaman's opinion on the CBD industry? Joe, if you want to start, what are your thoughts, comments and concerns about the CBD industry as it stands? Well, I mean, personally, I think it's all a bit of a shambles, to be honest. There is, I mean, there are regulations and laws regarding what can be in your CBD and what must be advertised on the packaging, etc., and what must be tested for. But unfortunately, there is like no regulatory body to actually enforce the regulations and the law. And so people wrongly have THC, albeit in small amounts, but they still have THC in their products, which is technically breaking the law, and if anything, could technically be drug dealing. And so, I mean, until the regulation comes in, companies are going to take advantage, cut corners, and basically just try and make as much profit as they can, regardless of the quality of their product, because no one's going to stop them, unfortunately. I've spent a lot of time consulting for the CBD industry and being One thing that I've commonly noticed is there is a general lack of understanding, not just from the consumer, but from also the manufacturers and producers themselves. There is little to no understanding as to how their products work, the basis for their products, how their products are designed. Very little thought has gone into, is this this a viable product? There's a lot of products that are gimmicky and have zero function and the sad reality is a lot of people are buying these products thinking it's going to cure their diseases. It's a great intermediary to fill in the space for people who want to use cannabis medicinally but don't have access to a regulated supply yet. People are moving into the CBD industry seeing CBD products as a viable alternative and unfortunately a lot of those products are very poor quality. The contents of them are sourced, or they think are sourced legally, have often had forged documentation, the testing procedures are often, again, forged and uh, fraudulent, and so with there being so little regulation and enforcement of that regulation, it is really up to the business heads and the owners of companies as to how they want to conduct and operate, and so there are, consumers are essentially exposed to the whims of business owners and as opposed to say a regulatory body who oversees it all and obviously one of the main problems that I see is actually with the the marketing of many CBD products I've personally seen online uh, in several CBD users groups on Facebook etc where people have been advertising their own oils as if they can cure a person's cancer or other horrible diseases that Unfortunately, it does not have the scientific grounding to be able to be advertised as doing that. And if anything, that's that's immoral. They're just trying to make a quick sale for themselves. And these kind of things obviously need regulating quite strongly because a cancer patient who gets told that they're suddenly going to survive if they take a certain oil is obviously going to buy that. And, and that's wrong. It's not even truthful. There are very particular instances of CBD having anti-cancer effects but they are not consistent and studies are hard to reproduce. As wonderful as the CBD industry is and as much potential as it has, 
it is being held back by a lot of false claims, a lot of over-exaggerations and a lot of evidence that it's being sort of misused, misquoted and over-exaggerated and one of the main issues that Kahneman sort of identified as well is that there is a factual basis to some of these claims but they're being so f over-exaggerated and yeah. um, manipulated to sell products that again aren't tested, aren't regulated and aren't verified. Well it's cherry picking essentially isn't cherry it? People it. decide, oh I found somewhere that someone had cured their cancer with CBD therefore I will tell everyone that CBD cures cancer when that's unfortunately just not how it works. Scientifically from our our quite knowledgeable perspective I mean something can work in one individual and have absolutely no effect on several others. It, we are all individual and unique and therefore you should not be allowed to market things as having properties that can't be reproduced consistently. And at the end of the day, cannabinoids are a class of drug. CBD is a drug. Similar to alcohol, similar to paracetamol, similar to nicotine. Once upon a time when we reintroduced tobacco and nicotine into the world, we were making all sorts of medical claims about tobacco, nicotine, how it's good for your health, how it's good for your lungs, your how lungs, it's good for yeah. you, how it's good for your sleep. The same sort of advantage is being taken of the cannabis industry and cannabis companies especially are over-exaggerating a lot of the research and taking minor findings and amplifying those to the benefit of their own businesses. And so a big part of what Kahneman's aiming to do is to cut through those myths and myths misconceptions and tackle it with grounded, educated views on cannabis and, and views that are grounded in evidence and fact. And um, again, it's very easy to read a study and draw a conclusion from it, but it's... If that it, study can't be reproduced... And it's, it's in right. isolation. There's got to be context to that finding. Um, there's got to be grounded evidence in addition to just that finding. And a lot of the time, companies are reading the results of these papers, but they're not reading the discussion after that, where like that they put that result in context of the science and literature. Um, and that's a big thing that's being overlooked at the moment. And obviously, and cannabis has untold potential as a medicine. The endocannabinoid itself is a treasure trove of medical potential but it's being damaged and taken advantage taken of. advantage of by the CBD industry it's unfortunate that it is a fantastic compound it has potential to treat and act in many therapeutic ways however as we have said it is it's not a cure-all by any means and some people get carried away with the cannabis plant and its derivatives, thinking that, oh, it, it's God's plant and it can cure almost anything. But unfortunately, scientifically speaking, it, it's not a cure-all. It, it is a very helpful and useful compound that can help in a, a wide variety of ailments and problems in the human body. But unfortunately, it is, it's not a cure-all. And most importantly, just because there's evidence to support CBD as an anti-cancer drug, as an antibacterial, as an anti-inflammatory, that doesn't mean that the CBD products you're buying are going to contain relevant levels that were used in the studies. For example, we saw a, a, a paper published on THC from uh, an American university the other week that was saying essentially how the levels of THC in recreational cannabis use are actually 
essentially not close to the levels used in scientific studies where they have shown anti-cancer potential and they actually found that in the levels in recreational use that it could be cancer promoting which is obviously the exact opposite effect of what people have almost been led to believe about the the drug and so our main aim is to be able to bring up an informed perspective to this debate and now for some frequently asked questions what is cbd oil to you joe so cbd oil is well first of all cbd is cannabidiol it is a cannabinoid from the cannabis sativa family and uh, cbd generally is derived from hemp which is a legal form of the cannabis sativa plant because it has none of the psychoactive thc um, this cbd is extracted from the hemp plants and essentially combined with a carrier oil uh, which can be hemp seed oil or olive oil or medium chain triglyceride oil and then these are either taken sublingually or administered on the skin or etc. What is CBD oil? CBD is a molecule extracted from the cannabis plant, often then dissolved in a carrier oil, uh, either MCT, olive oil or hemp seed oil. And that is then often then yeah, placed into bottles or tinctures and sold and marketed as CBD oil. Um, but that would be the equivalent of, say, dissolving salt in olive oil and that becomes salt oil. It's, it is um, an oil containing CBD, but not necessarily CBD oil as such as you would think of it. So a CBD is not an oil, but a crystal. Itself. Yeah, a, a crystalline crystal solid. Yeah. yeah, so CBD is actually a crystalline solid when purified. And so this is essentially mixed with a carrier oil, which then dissolves and then customers consume. The reason for the oil is then to help the absorption of the CBD and... As cannabinoids are fat soluble. What's a crystalline solid? Salt. Uh, well, a crystalline solid is just a purified... Uh, sugar, granulated. Uh, ...non-liquid, essentially. Okay, so, like, sure. sugar in a solution is obviously dissolved and yeah. it's a liquid, but if you were to evaporate then off all of that liquid, right, okay. you would be left with the crystalline. So right. it's like Solid. if you make okay. a syrup, boil it off, you then left with like the syrup crystal well, sure. that but burns like Let me start with the question there, Joe. Okay. Where does it originate? This originates from Central East Asia. It is thought using sort of pollen analysis and um, pollen fossil records. It's being traced back to Central Asia um, and there's artifactual evidence where they found cannabis used as shrouds it essentially originates from Central East Asia and as a, as a human race we've sort of adapted that, dragged it across the world, taken it with us in colonies, used it to create sails for ships, create parchments for paper, clothing, um, as well as use it as sort of a livestock food um, and additionally culture it for, uh, cultivate it for medicine and so we've got two distinct strains are two distinct lineages, both of which are cannabis sativa, but we've got hemp, which has been nurtured for its fibrous and industrial uses, and then we have traditional cannabis, as what is seen as skunk or marijuana, is the uh, resinous version, which has historically been used for spiritual ceremonies, rituals, and medicine uh, for the last thousand years at least. So it originates from Central Asia and it's just being dispersed by humans across the globe and now it's currently being extracted to produce 
cannabis oils, medicines and food supplements. The hemp plant has historically been used for fibrous materials rather than the psychoactive cannabinoids or the, the medicinal cannabinoids. And so industrial hemp is actually where most of the CBD in the UK comes from. And this is all sourced from Europe. Industrial hemp has very, very little of the THC, which is the psychoactive cannabinoid in cannabis. This is why it is allowed as a health food supplement, because the THC should be at a limit of, well, technically 0.0%, but it can be grown with a limit of up to 0.2%, and therefore is technically allowed to be cultivated legally for CBD purposes. But only in the EU, it's not technically legal to grow it yourself in the UK for the production of CBD which is obviously a bit of a travesty. We're spending all this money into the European Union, which we are literally leaving. I don't know, hopefully that will be changed or amended in the future when the government realise that we're actually spending millions of pounds into the EU on products that are being sold specifically within the UK and could easily be grown here. And a common misconception amongst CBD producers and cannabis product makers is that 0.2% THC is allowed to be present in CBD products. There is zero tolerance on THC within CBD products and cannabis products. THC is still a Schedule 1 drug. And the misconception there is that it's allowed to be in products, it's actually, that's the limit on the cultivation of hemp and the hemp um, strains. strains that are used to produce CBD products. And that misconception has been translated then into it, oh, it's actually products that are allowed to have 0.2% but that is categorically incorrect. Wrong. THD is still a Schedule 1 illicit substance as well as CBN and THCV. Is THC allowed in CBD products? So, this is quite an interesting area of CBD because many people in the industry and consumers seem to believe that they're allowed up to 0.2% THC in their CBD oil. However, this is completely wrong and is technically illegal. According to the government laws and regulations, yeah, the Misuse of Drugs Act states that THC, THCV and CBN are all prohibited controlled substances. So they basically say, if a CBD product contained any controlled cannabinoid, unintentionally or otherwise, then it's highly likely that the product would be controlled, which, is, which means illegal. And it's, our, it's the government's understanding that CBD is very hard to isolate from its other cannabinoids, and a lot of the brands out there don't test with enough specificity to actually determine whether they reach the limits imposed by the, by the government. There are technically cannabis-based cannabis-based products for medicinal use or something along those lines where basically there are specific drugs that people have tried to make where they've tried to get proper medical approval. Yeah. Is THC allowed in CBD products? No. It should be at a limit of 0.0% THC, THCV and CBN which are all prohibited cannabinoids. Should be 0.0 not 0.2 like many people seem to assume in the industry. That is actually the law on the hemp strains that are allowed to be cultivated for CBD. They are not allowed to produce more than 0.2% THC but unfortunately people seem to have just taken this as the law for the actual oil which the government states must contain no controlled cannabinoids 
and therefore many, many brands are actually breaking the law. So in conclusion, the limit of THC allowed in a CBD oil is 0.0%. Zero, zero, zero tolerance. <laughs> what is a cannabinoid and are there others? Well, this is a complex question in truth at what seems probably quite simple to start with. Cannabinoids are a newly discovered class of molecules first identified through cannabis research. Within the cannabis plant, there are 113 at least cannabinoids, and so CBD is just one of those cannabinoids. Now, there's three classes of cannabinoids. Phytocannabinoids, which are the ones derived from cannabis. Whilst we were researching phytocannabinoids, we discovered that humans and animals produce cannabinoids, and these are called endogenous cannabinoids, or endocannabinoids. And whilst we were further pursuing research into endocannabinoids and cannabis, we had to develop things called synthetic cannabinoids, which are artificially produced and pharmacologically designed versions of these molecules, which work upon cannabinoid receptors and are infinitely more potent than the naturally occurring compounds. And so what we often see is these synthetic compounds or synthetic cannabinoids leak into the black market. And so synthetic cannabinoids are the primary component of products such as Spice, Black Mamba, and all of these street versions of cannabis that have um, leaked into the market are essentially synthetically produced and then sprayed onto a plant matter and sold as synthetic cannabis, essentially. So those are the three classes of cannabinoids. There may be others that we haven't yet discovered, but they are found abundantly within cannabis, within humans, and across all of the animal kingdom, from invertebrates to vertebrates, squid to cows. So with that being said, I want to thank you for joining us on the Canaman podcast. Uh, we hope you found this informative and helpful. Please feel free to direct any more questions you might have to the Canaman Facebook page, and we'll do our best to answer all of those in the next episode. Thank you for listening.